Hey there, Soul Warriors. It's your host, LC. This was an amazing conversation with an amazing human being, William Fortune. Now, I found William Fortune on TikTok at Philosophy 101 and it was his daily affirmations and his constant and consistent um, posting of content that was very soul nourishing and bringing positive vibes to a platform that can sometimes be well let's just face it very negative I felt my soul pull to invite him on the show, and I want to tell you, I'm so grateful that I did. So, I want to thank you in advance for listening to this episode. Yes, it's a longer episode, but there was no way that I could actually cut it in half or or splice it up because you might miss all of that soul-nourishing content in that whole slicing event. So grab yourself um, a notebook. Grab yourself some peace of mind. Get in a place where you won't be disturbed for an hour and really lend your head, your heart, and your soul to really embodying this episode. This episode is such an amazing conversation that I know that it is going to nourish your soul the same as it did mine. So without further ado, this is Recovery Soul Food meets William Fortune of At Philosophy 101. Enjoy. What's up, Soul Warriors, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Recovery Soul Food video podcast. Tonight, we have a special guest. I mean, a brand new friend of mine. I'm so grateful to have found this human being on the earth. And and though he's not a recovery speaker or someone who, you know, has suffered with addiction, you know, this is May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And you know what I want to bring you. I want to bring you ways to grow within yourself, to grow in your soul's purpose here on earth, just to be who you are. And I don't want to always bring you, you know, a, a story that may or may not 
bring you down. I want to bring you ways to lift your soul and your mental health and your recovery health and your life as high and as great as it can possibly be. And William Fortune is the man to do it. I met him. Uh, well, I just really met him recently, but I started seeing his TikToks uh, uh, quite a few months ago. And it was in a time where I had began Recovery Soul Food on TikTok. And I was noticing that there was just an, a great amount of negativity there. And while there were a lot of people, you know, doing some really great things there, there were many folks there that were well, let's just say had a lot of negative energy. And this fellow really turned my opinion about that around. And it also reminded me of what my purpose there on TikTok was. It was not to join in the negativity or just turn my back and walk away, but it is the same purpose that I have everywhere, which is to shine a light of love in the darkness. So I am grateful and eager to introduce you to a man that I think has an amazing history, a wonderful story, and some of the greatest philosophy about living life from the heart that I've ever had the honor to ingest, because that's what we do with wisdom. We ingest it and we let it just seep down into our souls. And you know, when we do that, we just begin to be in the world different. So you know what time it is, y'all. It's Recovery Soul Food Meets Time. And listen, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. If you like our com content, then make sure that you subscribe to the Recovery Soul Food YouTube channel. Head over to TikTok and check us out at Recovery Soul Food. Also, if you like the content, make sure that you like it, share it. And if you listen to the audio podcast, you know, you can be a supporter at anchor.fm forward slash recovery soul food. Or if you can leave a positive review on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, all of Bill's information is down in the description of this video, but he's also going to let you know where to find and follow him at the end of this video as well. Now, I want to thank our sponsor for tonight's video and my executive producer, Miss Pamela Topchian of Breakthrough Hypnotherapy. You head over there, you mention Recovery Soul Food, and you are going to get the gift of not only a free consultation and that first free sample session, but you're going to get a full free session with Pamela. And I'm going to tell you, hypnotherapy has changed my life. And Pamela is an amazing gift to the world, to me to Recovery Soul Food, and to all of us. So make sure that you head over to hypnobreakthrough.com or you can find her on Facebook at Breakthrough Hypnotherapy and I think Instagram as well. So if y'all are ready, you know I'm ready. Let's meet Mr. William Fortune of Billosophy 101. Let's go.
Mr. William Fortune, Philosophy 101. Thank you for being here on the Recovery Soul Food Podcast, man. Elsie, it's uh, great to be here. I'm. Thank you for asking me on. Uh, I hope that I have something that resonates with the folks who listen and see what I have. Absolutely, you will, because I'm telling you, the folks here, they are mostly, you know, in recovery. But as you and I have discussed briefly and what we know about some of the worst moments in life, Mm. bring us some of the greatest connections with life and love. And I call this family my soul warriors because, you know, they've come from places that are the darkest that people can be. And yet every day get up and shine their light and move one foot in front of the other. And And to that, so that is huge. Because some some days are so hard to get out of bed. Some days are so hard to get motivated. and, And yet you're doing it. And even if you're staying in bed, you know what? One of the, a big thing for me that I learned and it was this this mindset of I can't rest until I've done the work, right? Mm-hmm. You can't rest. You gotta keep working hard. You gotta grind and grind and grind, and then you can take a break. And the, in the last year, my mind was blown with the idea that when I'm tired, I can rest. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's just mental tired. Life is hard. Whew. And to just take a moment and. So much can change when you own a moment. And I mean, mm. I, you know, like not like a you know eight hour sleep, but if you take half hour nap, when you own that that your dominance, your sovereignty in that space to take your half hour nap and then get up and do your thing, whether that thing is I'm going to clean the dishes or I'm going to go to work or mm, owning your sovereignty is important. Mm. That's beautiful. And that's great information, man, because you're right. So many times, and I'm very guilty of this. This is something that I do a lot of work on where, you know, I have to let myself say, okay, wait a minute, like we can rest, like it's time to rest. Let's, you know, we don't always have to be doing more. And I think that what happens in uh, the mind of someone coming out of active addiction into recovery is that I'm not doing enough. In those moments where we don't feel like we're enough, I'm not we're, doing it. You see my sign. I, I, am I remind myself every day I am enough. So you you don't know all of my story because we're we're new friends. Yeah, we are. And I was a, an acrobat with Cirque du Soleil. That's the first. <laughs> the first time I saw the show was 1988, and I knew this is what I want to do with my life. Wow. I didn't get hired until uh, 1998, 10 years later. Wow. Okay. When I got hired, I still did not believe that I belonged there. So wow. every day I would run the three miles to work. I would train with everyone. And then I would do another hour of workout afterward. And then I'd run home because I thought I had to keep working harder. My brain hadn't locked into I am where I belong. Mm. I didn't mm. think I was enough. Mm. And that mm. didn't change. I mean, I continued that program. We were on tour in, in Asia, and I continued to run every day to work and from work when everyone else is like chilling, going to the clubs, doing their thing, because, hey, they're traveling through the world. You yeah. know, they already, they're, they're in their skin. So often, 
when we don't accept who we are, then no matter where we are, we don't belong. Uh, mm, that's a powerful statement because while you were saying that, I, you know, I was thinking of that very, that very thing, that, that whole, that whole mindset around I'm not enough. And the fact that, you know, where we are is, is time for us to experience. And so here we are robbing ourselves of experience thinking, oh no, they're going to find out I'm not supposed to be here. Oh, they're going to find out that I'm, I can't really recover. Or, you know, these people are going to find out that I'm just an incorrigible addict. I, I remember thinking that same thing, you know, like, what am I even doing here? I'm, I'm an incorrigible addict. You can't, right. you know, and right. what you're saying right now, man, just dropped in my soul and hit like, you know, gold bricks. I, will, and, I mean, I could, there's so much more because, like, and that whole, that whole idea. So I, I was going through a divorce. My mother had just passed away. I was like, in the process. And this is, I'm just, I, I had nowhere to go. I was seeing a counselor, but it wasn't quite getting me there. And so I was like, I need, I need my people. And I started going to AA. Mm, and nice. I, at first I was like, I don't belong here. I don't belong here. And I started listening to the shares and, and I went, you know what? I belong here. I belong with you. And my, my addiction was not the same as theirs. Mm -hmm. My issue was not the same as theirs, but here we are all struggling to, yes. to gain control of this ship that is us traveling through the ocean of life. Yeah. And so did I belong in that room? Yes, I did. Absolutely. I didn't share. I just needed to be in the yes. room. And the, in being in the room was so helpful. And mm. I guess what I gained some really great friends from being in the room. Beautiful. Those are people I could look to on the street and we could have a nod knowing that we're in the room together on, on our, on the, when we're there and we see each other and it was just an acknowledgement. And all of a sudden that acknowledgement of seeing this person on the street or in a store, just giving them a nod, like I see you. It was a reminder for me that sometimes we can be in so much pain yeah. that we are not seen. We don't believe that we can be seen through the pain. Yes. That can't even see us. And when you look at that guy and that woman who was across the room or around in the circle and you give him a nod on the street, it's not, it's not, I see your pain. It's, I see you. You. Yes. Yes. And, and what a, you know, what a, a beautiful testament to, you know, I, I, like I said before we started, I'm so grateful, man, to have had my addicted past from the times where I would wake up and wonder, God, you know, here I am awake again, you know, like, oh, God, I'm grateful for that because, number one, I've made some of the most amazing connections with other human beings on Earth. And I mm -hmm. find inspiration in this community every day. Um, and, and also I just, my soul has begun to awaken because you get to that place where you're just like, okay, I've tried to live up to everybody else's standards. I've tried to do this for society. I've tried to do this and none of it's working here. I am open. Who am I? Right. And we were having that conversation beforehand of we go from that stages. And I would like for you to share a bit of that going from the, who am I, the, why me, 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what I was saying, what I had said before is, you know, in the, the philosophical question of, of who am I, um, is that the first step? And that's the, that's the beginning of the journey. And as you go into that thing, you may never, ever figure out who am I or mm. who I am. What you do get to the place, the, uh, the question of why am I? Oh, and that's when you when you step in. Why am I? Why and not why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? Why am I mm. who I am? Mm. And that's your purpose in life. And that purpose can shift because just like uh, a quest game that you might play or a role playing game, when yeah. you hit your checkpoint at a certain marker in your journey, then your why am I changes. So and yes, you may have seen this. You know, when you're young, you go to elementary school, then you get to high school, then you get to possibly college or a trade school or a career or a job. All those are checkpoints in the why am I? And then, what well, what happens is in our culture, we have this point at 18 when poof, you're an adult. We haven't done any of the the processing of. <laughs> Stepping into maturity, becoming right. the world. We have checkpoints for school, but not for the who am I, why absolutely. am I parts of life when we absolutely mature. yes, absolutely. Man, and I, you know, I don't think, and I, I could say I don't think just because it's my experience, but who knows? But I don't I have to almost know though that I would not have found this amazing purpose had I not gotten to go through all of that, you know, and I feel at home in my soul when I do this, when, when people say, what do you do every day that you wake up and love to do? I think this, I love this. It's what I love. What I would love to hear people say when you, when that question is asked, what is it you wake up to do, you, to do that you love to do every day? What I want the first thing out of people's mouth is I am me. I get mm. to be me because mm. in fully being yourself, because we're human beings and fully being yourself, you can do anything. Absolutely. And I, and I, I'm proof of that. I, I'm a kid who grew up in a, on a farm in New Jersey, 10 acres of land. And I've been a stunt man. I've written books. I am traveled around with a circus as a clown and as an acrobat. I've been in, you know, t big budget Hollywood films. I, I have, you know, written have been written around uh, Hong Kong Harbor on the Greenpeace uh, Rainbow Warrior Two. That's awesome. they thought I was really cool, and that was a neat. And I was like, "What? That's awesome." This is these. You know, my life is the dreams of a young child. Mm, mm, that's it's, amazing. It's like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this, and I've done them. That's beautiful. Man. Now it hasn't been easy. Great point. It hasn't been easy. And on the wall here, there's these these framed things, right? These are, I fought for so long for validation. A diploma didn't mean it because here I was in the world and I felt like a fraud. Mm. I was trying for seeking validation and I got validation in paper form, but I didn't feel like when I looked at people, I was who I was. Yes. And yes. no matter how much they gave me paperwork, I had to learn how to love me. I learned how to learn how to trust me. And the big one, I had to have faith. 
And at first I thought faith was the, the belief in other things. Mm-hmm. What I found out was the faith, faith is if we are vessels of the divine, faith is trusting in self that we are vessels of the divine. Yes. And when I believe in me, I can believe in anything. Yes, 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 yes. And you know, I I think that so much when I, I look back and I often do look back over my life a lot because you know what? It, it, it helps me be better at what it is I feel called to do. When I can mm-hmm. look back and, and see that, and we talked a little about this, so much of my my pain was wrapped up in the places where I felt like I failed at what others had expected of me. And it takes great courage to actually step into you and who you are and decide to embrace fully the experiences of you and your life. There's so much of a life that gets wasted when we only live to get outside validation. Now, recovery and deep addiction and a nine-month relapse is what taught me that. And and to say, oh my gosh, you know, I, I'm I'm using to cover up the pain of not being good enough for this. But I don't really want this anyway. What just came to mind, and we didn't mention that I didn't mention this before. It just came to me when you I just heard you talking about this about the failures. When you are your unique self. It's when you fail to be someone else. When mm. you fail to meet that other the needs that that you are you are perceiving and expecting that it takes to be someone else. If I wanted to be Idris Elba, I would fail. If mm. I wanted to be Kevin Hart, I would fail. If I wanted to be the rock, any one of those people, I would fail because I'm uniquely born to be William Fortune. And the path that I'm going to take will not look like Kevin Hart's or Idris Elba's or the rock. It's going to look like William Fortune's path and it will be a failure to be any of those others. Mm, mm, That's, that's, that is divine wisdom. And there is healing that can happen in the very moment that you go and you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, "Who, whose life am I trying to, you know, mimic? And why not just step into my own? Who, what do I want to do? What what brings mm-hmm. me joy?" And 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 and, and there's so much of a talk in the recovery community, unfortunately, about what is recovery, what way is the right way and the wrong way. And and here in this soul family, in in recovery soul food, man, whatever way brings you pure joy and bliss, whatever way helps you wake up and keep moving towards you and all that you are, that is the greatest way for you to recover and stand firm in that and strong in that and let it change whenever that one part no longer serves you. I often say, you know, I'm in year eight at this point and at year eight, I don't struggle every day with, with wanting to use when my emotions, you know, turn negative on me. And I'm grateful for that, but it wasn't always like that. But today in year eight, I still have to wake up and make my recovery battle plan for what I have set in my motion today. 
Yes, it doesn't go into autopilot. Never. <laughs> That's another thing. Life, Never. there, there is no autopilot. It doesn't matter if you're a billionaire and you've got everything laid out in front of you. There is no autopilot. So and true. yes, that it's funny because I think of when you talk about your recovery path as an as a performer, as a physical performer, an acrobat. There are one of the things that was happening. You, you learn is, oh, you're going to get hurt. Oh, you're going to do this stuff, and then you're going to have to do rehab. Well, I in injured my back and started doing rehab, and to just be able to walk again. And mm -hmm. then when I started, when I went back to teaching other people, what I started teaching them was the rehab, and I and as a prehab. Imagine if we go into if we start working with people and do prehab with them, mm. and Let's skip the addiction issues. Let's skip this because we're going to do the prehab of, of working with your soul and your yes. purpose and your way of life. Imagine what a world would be with these, these beings who are shining with their divine brilliance. Yes. In every element. It doesn't mean you have to be the a chief academic and a PhD. You could be an auto mechanic. You could be yes. a bridge repair person and still shine. Yes. Yes. Because you've done the prehab of stepping into yourself. Absolutely. Man, and I love that you said that too, because oftentimes, well, I think that's where we're going. And that's mm -hmm. why I'm grateful for guys like you and myself and so many other amazing humans that I've gotten to connect with is that that's what we are in the process of, of shifting into is is a place where we start doing this with with kids early where you know maybe along with math reading and all that we do some soul work as a as a god we talked about this before um my identifiers i really hate the identifiers of cis male yes. hetero because yes. there's so much of me that lives and embodies so many different elements and and holds on to that. And what I would love is for, you know, if we lose, forget race, forget gender, like just lose all that stuff. And we start to identify us humans as just, are you living in your light? Yes. Are you living in your light? I don't, yes. I don't want to know what you switched and did. And you may, you may have power. Some of you may have power in taking that ownership of, I have stepped fully into this from this. That's I, I, whoo, I honor you. I honor you greatly. Yet I still would love for us to just be. I don't want to look yes. at, oh, you're a black uh, hetero male who's. Yes. I, yes. I want to I want to look at a person who I look at and go, man, you are in your power and your light or, you know, and, and I'm just loving what you who you are, not what you do, yes. who you are. Yes, 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 yes. And I am really, really honored to have a platform that begins to try to help others emerge into that as well. Because what you'll never, ever hear me say is, hi, my name's Lona and I'm a trans addict. Never in the world are you going to ever hear me put those labels upon myself. I am a human being living my best experience in what I was divinely created here to do. Life is love in a full expression, life in full expression. I would, you, you, you mentioned those things, you know, if you're in the military, you get a, a, a little uh, button or a flag or a pendant or a medal or something for in my life, I have tattoos 
which are all of that, which should talk, you know, if you were to ask me what this means, oh my goodness, I could go deeply. <laughs> Those are my medals. Those are, this is my transformation in, mm. in art form on my arm, on my leg, <laughs> my other arm. And because I, in some cases, I want to remind myself where I've been. It's like, yes. it's like uh, putting pins on the roadmap. Yes. I want to remind myself where I've been because there's, I'm going places. Yeah, and I'm going places in the universe, not just in this world, not just in this lifetime, but in the universe. I'm traveling. I'm a cosmic traveler in this flesh rocket going through. Yeah. The universe. <laughs> love it. I love that. I love that because I feel the same thing, man. And I tell you, there's nothing better to me than waking up every single day and and being able to look in a mirror and just being so grateful for who I am and just, just, just grateful to see me for the first time. You know, whenever you, whenever you do struggle with knowing that you are different from others, from a very young age, you learn quickly to protect your secret because it is dangerous if you don't. And I've learned that firsthand. And so for so long, I had no idea who I was or, or what my personality even was for the longest time. I had to stop. I had to learn how to stop being a chameleon by the people I was around because that was my safety mechanism, how I stayed safe. And, you know, getting up now, being able to, you know, brush my teeth and look up in the mirror and see myself and say, wow, we are in, we're at such peace. In this moment, we are at such peace because we've stepped into who we are. And, and, and yes, it takes courage, I believe. It takes courage for any human being to really step into who they are, their divine being, and to come to realize that. And, you know, I, I'm grateful for guys like you because the information you give every day reminds me of that every day. I am great. I am so glad that it resonates. Oh, Once yeah. again, so you understand, and it's not it's not easy to to go to accept that it will have a resonance. Yes, I know. Believe it or not, I have been knocked down so hard for being me mm -hmm. that it's sometimes scary to continue to be me. It is. <laughs> and it's funny. I'm just. I was looking at the the comments and Pamela had written about balance is key. And I, can, if I can just comment on that real quickly, please do because it's something that really, because there are some people who get almost triggered by going balance, life is balance. And as an acrobat, I'm going to keep going back to the acrobat, the performer thing. Balance isn't st stasis. Balance isn't static. Balance is, is moving between dark and light and, but focusing on central the center. Mm. I'm going to find this moment and constantly trying to get back to that midpoint between darkness and light where, and, and but not, but, and also recognizing, because what I found is in the cycles of that balance is when I start to recognize the cycle, then what I used to call depression, mm. I now go, okay, here we go. Downslope. I'm going to hang out here. And I by, I had my log, my little journal. I realized I can mark this three days. If it's four days, then I'm, I need to do a little something else. Three mm -hmm. days and I'm back out and I'm on my rise again. 
And that once I started realizing, oh my goodness, I I have a cycle too. <laughs> balance awesome. became really. It was like, oh, here we go. I'm on the light side for a while, and here's that moment where up oh, downslope. Um, so I just wanted to, to touch on that because that is because it that's something gets talked about over and over again. And when I work with people on this whole mindfulness, it's how to get the mind not just full of stuff, but full of power and presence. Yes. Working with that mindfulness, recognizing the this the cycle and understanding that that's the balance. Beautiful, man. And I'm glad that you said something about that because you know, we a lot of these things are 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 talked about. We say little things like balance and mindfulness, and and we say them, or, or they get said, and then they just kind of get moved away from. So people make their own determination of what balance is, and it can sometimes feel too hard. and And I'm glad that you brought up the whole down the slope and back up again because I've been there for the last three days. Or even, and it even started, I, I could tell now where it started from and I could follow that cycle down. And then I followed that to pull back up again. And I was able, and this is the most beautiful part of, of, of doing this inner work is that I was able to sit in that place and say, okay, this is where I am. Um, and okay, I don't have to be at 10. I don't have to be at 10 today and it's okay. It's <laughs> yes. okay. Yeah. It's okay. And if you start to recognize that cycle, there's a really cool thing that you can do. Once is sometimes you can actually force the cycle. You can actually go, I'm heading down fast. I'm going to give it more gas. We're going to yeah. drop through that and start to hit the upslope right away. And you can, some, it doesn't work all the time, <laughs> but that, <laughs> and the, oh, goodness gracious, there's so much of that. If you understand that, and it sometimes it's it's diet, it's nutrition, it's it's exercise. Yeah. There's so many different top things you can use that you start to regulate your own body chemicals, your own thought chemicals, that you then start to map that out. And it once it, there's a oh my goodness, I got I'm a little getting scared here. <laughs> it's all um, right. You can map that out. And also, if you start to know these places, just like on a map, you can name these places. You can give these places names. So yeah. instead of this being, oh, this, I'm at my low point, I'm visiting Bob again. You know, here, here <laughs> I'm, I'm visiting this thing, which I know, as opposed mm. to I don't know. And yeah, here's a really cool thing about that is if you if you name that and say you give it a real a person's name or you call it the toaster or whatever you want to call it, if you name that. What you're going to find out is it gets more power by being unknown. Yes. That's what I was just thinking when you said that, man. <laughs> when you name it, it's like, oh, yes. you recognize me? I got to go. Yes. And then it's going to try and show up differently. And then you go, oh, you're Bob, I see you again. Oh, I, and you'll start to understand that pattern a little bit differently. And also, you're not dreading when Bob shows up. Yeah. Or yeah. and I say Bob just because it's it's real simple, but you're yeah. not dreading when it shows up again. You're starting you go, I've been here. I know this place. I know this feeling. Okay. This is, you know, this this is the day I need to go have a smoothie. You know, this is the yeah. day that I need to go have my favorite salad. 
This is a day that I need to just take a walk in the park. This is, you know, whatever that is that nurtures your soul, feeds and nourishes you. Mm. Yeah, because it is. It's so true that the the biggest part of the powerlessness comes in the unknown in, in, you know, because that's the fear of depression. Depression often likes to tell you we're going to feel this way forever. This is it. You know, I've just lost it. I'm a failure. And depression likes to give you all that information, but you're so, you're so right. And, and sharing great wisdom right now, because if you realize that, you know, Oh yeah, I've been here. And one of the things that really helps me is I always go, okay, wait a minute. So I know there's a law of polarity. So what goes up must come down. So I know that I'm not going to stay here either that, you know, that I will come back up and, you know, and I can do some things to help myself on the way. Yes. And in the mind, we, we might know, oh, everything that has a beginning has an end. Yet there are certain things that happen that are illogical. Mm-hmm. And even though we know that it's like, oh yeah, yes. this started yesterday, but I, I don't think this is ever going to end. Or I don't know that this darkness, you know, just like day and night, it's, there's, it's constantly moving through. Um, one of the things Andrea had mentioned in the comments was, uh, appreciating the tools that are being out. And I want to reframe that because I have used that as, you know, here's tools for your toolbox. And I want to reframe that into here are toys for your toy box. Mm. Why? Because when we think of tools, we think, of, think of, I'm going to I'm going I'm to work with it. I'm going to master it. But yes. you can take a toy and do so many things with it and come up with new ways to play with it. And that's, that's what we're doing is we're coming up with new ways to play because when Absolutely. we pl- play is a joyful thing. Work is a toilsome thing. Yes. When yes. we start to take our toys and use them in life, then boom. Yes. Not, like we, you take a car and you tell it's a toy, then you're going to roll it on its wheels forward and backwards. You might turn a corner. You, you if it, when it's a toy, you can take that car, flip it over on its roof, slide it around, do all kinds of things with it. And it's like, this is a really cool toy. Yes, yes, yes. Andrea's right. It does. It makes it joyful. It, it gives us a, a way to find bliss even in the times that seem, you know, that they might have been daunting in the past. And I'm, I'm, I say that all the time, tools and toolbox and, and all of those things. And it's it just completely. And that's how quick that change and transformation can happen in moments is where you just reframe and go, oh. That adds a whole different meaning to everything. Yes, it does. Love it. I also, there's uh, some of the things that we each go through. And uh, one of the things I was talking about earlier about, I was going through a divorce and my mother passed away unexpectedly and I was in deep grief. Mm. And I, and one of, before my mother passed away, she had had a, a, a sister-in-law who passed away who they were very tight. And she, we talked for months before she passed about grief. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, do not run from your grief. And I was like, but I can't take this anymore. And she said, do not run from your grief. And I said, what do you want? It? What do I do? She said, ask it to teach you. Mm-hmm. And I was <laughs> like, what do you mean ask it to teach me? I am hurting, mom. I am hurting. And she mm-hmm. said, ask it to teach you. And then you can ask it every day, but make sure you sit quietly and let it teach you. And so this, I'm sitting in the woods I'm crying. I'm my I'm packing up the house trying to move out. My marriage is down the tubes. My mother is gone. I don't have any, my 
my sounding board to talk to. And then I hear a noise. A bird has mimicked my cry in the woods. Wow. And I heard that. And at first, and it just kind of shook me. And then it did it again. And then it changed the sound a little bit. And I started to laugh. And now I'm still in grief, yet I'm laughing. And my brain went boom. And I went, wait a minute. I am laughing with grief. Grief is right here teaching me. And yet I'm laughing. And I that was like this great moment because the world around me was the same. Mm -hmm. But the world inside of me had changed. Yes. Yes. I still had grief all around me, but inside I could still find joy and create joy and manifest joy. Now it didn't stay, you know, that joy didn't last for very long. I laughed and then I went right back into my packing the house and back into the grief of transition. But it made me realize that this darkness wasn't as intense as I once saw it to be. Mm. Grief had taught me that. Amazing amazing what can happen when we turn circumstances and take away that that thought process of life's not fair into there is always something to be learned and, and loved here and i think that that has been you know for the past eight years of my life because i can't tell you how many times in the 22 years of my active addiction the overdoses the accidents all the times i shouldn't be here all the friends i lost that my my whole way of belief system was all of this wasn't fair i had tried to get clean and sober there's a difference to me in clean and sober and recovery because i was just trying to abstain from my mm -hmm. coping skill versus really going deeper into that whole question of, okay, so why am I here? Many of my friends aren't, in my opinion, they deserved way more to be here than I did. What does all this loss mean? And in every time that I stand on a platform in every moment I sit in this chair and turn on this camera, each and every one of those guys and ladies are, are standing all right here saying, and this is why, and here we are with you. It's outstanding. You've just blown my mind. You've absolutely blown my mind um, because every one of those souls is backing you right now. Every one of those souls is producing what you do right now. They're supporting you in ways that they could not do in human form. They have taught you in ways that to me are, is mind boggling. And their wisdom lives on. And you may not have even understood it in their living, but their wisdom lives on, which is to say, you're doing, you're in your place. You're in your, you're in your shine. You're in your glow. And if it was not for them, and not that they did anything, but if it was not for them, you would not be here. So true. So, 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 so true. Woo. So true. It is, it is absolutely, it blows my mind each and every day that I can, that I have managed through the very things and being the ways of being that we're talking about here, that we're sharing 
with the world on all of our perspective platforms. It is through all of these things that I have come to a place of being able to sit in this place with myself and know that because each one of them in life taught me so much. And for me to be able to come out of that grief, I mean, the grief was so intense when I lost my best friend considered my brother, my grandmother, who was my mother for all intents and purposes. I was grateful. I had two mothers. Um, and then six months to the day later, I left, lost my grandfather. And it was the promise I made him in his dying breath that I would get my life together while still in active addiction. That grief still for a year to two years after that, the doctors had given me six months to live, not because they found a disease within me, but grief. I had given up on life. My grief was so great that I could not bring myself up out of it. My muscles had atrophied. My wife had to carry me to the bathroom, had to put me in the bathtub. Uh, I, I could not do anything for myself. That's how powerful we can get involved in that. And I sit here because of guys like you and of people that have sown into me in this way. And for the me being willing to open myself up to the greater purposes for it all. Wow, that's a powerful story. That's a powerful message. And it reminds me of my of a lot of whew, things I've gone through. And what I want to say is you did die so that you could live. Mm. So that the you that you are now could rise from that death and live that part of that you died in and whether it was in that six month period or not and the reason why i say that how that resonates for me i for 50 years over 50 years of my life i was bill fortune that was me and i had to die within myself and within the world to recognize and go back to life as William. The reason why I chose William, it's on my birth certificate. That was the first name ever called to me. And so in coming back to life, I came mm. back as William. Now mm. I have friends who still call me Bill. My family still calls me Bill. I am William because this is a new life. Mm. This is a life of purpose. And this is a life that is not uh, apologizing for stepping fully into my spirituality for stepping fully into myself and for stepping fully into my head, my heart and my gut so that I can be myself. Yes. Yes. And thank you so much for being you and expressing that because, you know, I feel that I, I you know, as, as, a, as a trans person, there's always this question about your name and, and what will you do with your name and how will you change it? And I went, through all of that, I've been here and transitioning for three years. And it's only been in this year that I said, I'm not changing my name. I don't care if it sounds feminine or masculine or anything. I went by LC for just a little while and I still go by that sometimes, but I will not on my birth certificate or anything change Lona because at a certain point in my life, that was a part of me that I hated, but this, who I am today that I emerge and am continuing to emerge. 
I embrace that name. It is special to me. It is who I am. It is an embodiment of, 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 of just that, of mm -hmm. having a death in life and a rebirth. And, you know, it's and amazing. I, I, I say, cause there's sometimes when I, I, I'm, even question whether I should say that because it sounds so very much like Christianity where you're baptized and you're, you're reborn or, and, and I understand from Christianity why that is necessary. And yet when I, I practice that, I am now a spiritual person. I am, it's even though I'm ordained in the universal life church and I'm ordained through whatever Judaism uh, to, and I've married people. My, I don't have a religion. I have a spirituality. The religion yeah is humanism the religion mm. is being fully my fully human and experiencing in that way mm. uh yeah so woo thank you thank you ah <laughs> i mean like I, uh, wow you i know <laughs> I, I i know man i just I, I you what you ask for with a pure and earnest heart you will get if you allow it to be delivered to you in in its time in its divine time and you know i prayed for a, a a good friend my friend pamela came into my life i lost a, you know a, a a a good friend of mine who was an admin for a lot of my stuff she passed away unexpectedly and here comes my beautiful friend and executive producer pamela top june not too long ago i said okay you know I, you know, I want, I want a, a strong male friend who has the same like soul, you know, path, this whole same philosophy, you know, friendship. And I have seen you on TikTok this entire time, but it was just what, what, two weeks ago, maybe two weeks yeah. ago that I watched one of the videos and something within my soul said, message him. We need to have him on the show. And it, it just happened that, you know, the weeks that, you know, this week wasn't booked. And I was like, yep, let's do it this week. And it worked out. And, and here we sit. Making right, and you connection. said, I had this thing, this opening happen. And can you do it this quickly? And I was like, yeah, let's make this happen. It oh. just—it felt right, and I don't normally do research on folks, but I was like, "Let me go see what this looks like." And I went and looked at one of your videos and went, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah." It's amazing that your your soul tribe actually does just come into your your vibe, attracts your tribe. I know this from a very personal place because when I was vibing out of desperation of thinking I needed help and, and wanted, it was, I got it. And I'm going to tell you, it was very dysfunctional. And I learned so much from the trauma of those experiences. And then, you know, I just laid back, got okay with being alone, became my own hero and opened up and put these things out there and look, look, just look. Yeah. And stepping, yeah, that stepping into the place for me, I have every year for the past three years, I have a word that leads my year, mm. and that I I post it on my on my wall above my doorway before I leave the house. And last year's word was emerge, and I needed to emerge. I needed to be the butterfly coming out of the chrysalis and emerge as that butterfly. And this year, the word is abundance. 
Yes. And abundance is that flow, that great, that generous flow. And it's coming, it, the abundance is not just coming to me, but the abundance is flowing through me. Through, yes. Um, and the abundance is, and I, what I also uh, struggled with was financial. Um, money comes to me, I just, I spend it. But mm. what I, I realized, just like a river flows, right? We don't think about the river, but the river flows. And whether the, when the banks rise, like, oh, the river's rising. When the banks go down, oh, the rivers are low. Yeah, we don't think we don't consider the abundance of flow that changes when that river rises, and the yeah. abundance that changes when it when it goes down. But it continues to flow, and I went, you know what? I'm going to let things flow into my life that I want in my life, and I'm going to yes. let things flow out of my life that I need gone. But yes, everything comes in and through, and this is part of following through with that abundance and having faith in myself that I am worthy of the abundant flow. Yes, yes, because that is the point. I have been also in this very same um, of place of, of learning and, and, and emerging into that place of, of thinking of, especially financial abundance, in thinking of it differently, in visiting my beliefs about it to the point where now I've gotten to this place where I bless every dollar that I spend. Yes, I blessed it out into the world. <laughs> and I tell you, I have not been broke a day since. Yeah. Since I have blessed it. And that's, stopped, a mindset. Of doing it that's, that's a mindset. Yes. And what yes. I that's I'm gonna I'm gonna give you another thing to use, and that's Come reminding on. yourself. That's putting back into your mind that purpose, that putting back, putting into your mind, not remembering, but reminding of these things that I can bless this. And it will flow, yet, and it will encourage the flow. Mm, uh, mm. Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> it's been beautiful, man. It's it's and it's such a. Do you know what else it really, really does when you do that? It takes that awful knot out of your stomach when you're spending that money and you're thinking, "Oh gosh, if I spend this, I'm not going to have enough for this." And we talked about this before we even got on mm -hmm. about our belief systems draw experiences to us. Right. And so whatever we're believing about, whatever abundance you may feel blocked from in your life, whether it's recovery abundance, whether it's whatever, love, money, whatever, mm -hmm. you're, you, you have to look at those belief systems. Ask yourself why you feel that way and what is that deeper belief system that leads you to believe? And usually it's that that's right behind your head that <laughs> with the knot in front of it. I am yeah. not enough to right, have right. that. I'm not and enough. If you, that's a so many people get stuck tying themselves in knots. Mm -hmm. I am not, I am not, I am not. When mm. if you untie that knot and go to where I am, then it works. Now, the abundance thing also, and this is something everyone can practice. So it, there's actually a, a Japanese man who does this and it's he uses arigato. Arigato, thank you. Um, mm. and it's when you spend money, when you use and when there's a transaction, you say arigato. Um, I say abundance. I sing it. <laughs> abundance when I hand over my my put my credit card in the slot. Abundance when I and because what I'm not doing, what I'm not doing. Here's my notch. I want to untie. What I'm doing is I'm investing. I've chosen. I'm no no longer spending money. I'm investing yeah. in if I and each if it has to be an investment. I'm going to invest in my nourishment. Why? Yeah. This is going to give to me, which men will will grow, increase. Money 
spent money uh, when you buy you're just sending it out that's when right. you invest you're putting it it's like fertilizing your finances it's like fertilizing your life and that mindset of investing over buying will you can have a bad investment that's going to always be better than a yes. than a good buy yes oh that's so good and i love that you said knots because you know my great friend pamela topji and she has a hypnotherapy and and so i do hypnotherapy with her every week and not the one we did not this past week but the week before was untying knots mm -hmm. in that whole session. And it was amazing that when that session was over, that I had easily untied all those knots. And, and it brings me to think that so many of the blocks that we sometimes feel in our lives seem much bigger and the knots seem tied much tighter than they really are. And with just a little bit of shifting of the of a mindset and a reframing and a and just a new perspective we can see that these knots are not as complicated to untie as we originally thought. Right. Yes. I also, with that, some of the untying of the knot process is I used head, heart, and gut. Mm -hmm. There are three different systems that work yeah. there. And if yeah. your head says yes and your heart says no, then there's not, it's not aligned. It's not balanced. Mm -hmm. if, you're, mm -hmm. if your gut says, uh-uh, but your heart says, oh, yeah, it's still not aligned. <laughs> When yes. your head says yes and your heart says yes and your gut says come on, that's alignment. Yes. And that's you know, when somebody says it didn't feel right, where didn't it feel right? Mm -hmm. And and that's it's valid that it didn't feel right. But when you when it feels right and it's like sings head, heart, and gut, that's you're it. like when you it's really amazing to operate in that system it is because once it starts happening and then it happens again and then it happens again and then you're going how is this happening in my life that all these wonderful things are happening your head your heart your gut are in alignment you're moving on the fast track to where you your life goal is yes that's so true because oh what is it is it's napoleon hill i think or or, or Goddard that says, when abundance begins to flow, it comes so fast that you'll ask yourself where it's been the whole time. Yes. Neville Goddard, <laughs> isn't it? Neville Goddard. Um, it's one of them. Think and grow I know, rich. I know Napoleon Hill has that in, in uh, yes. Think and Grow that's Rich. It. Yeah. Think and Grow Rich. Uh -huh. That's it. That's it. And I, that's what it reminded me of when you said that, because it is so true. And I just... A couple days ago when I was in the, the pit of the pit of those days on my way up, I had listened to uh, uh, something by Oprah Winfrey, had listened to her say something, and I made that decision within myself. I said, you know what? I am going to live from the heart. I'm going to start to ask my head and my heart and my gut how this feels in every moment. And if it doesn't feel aligned, I'm going to learn to say, this is not for me. This is not for me. Yes. <laughs> and I made that decision. To, I made that commitment to myself because I love myself enough to do things that feel good to me. And I deserve to do that. And I also get to say no when it's not aligned. And I deserve you, to do that too. We humans may have to say no to something what in order to say yes to ourselves 
Mm. And that's mm -hmm. really important because so often we compromise ourselves so that we can please or say yes to others. Yes. And really that's an, that's a that's not an investment, that's a buy. I'm yeah. buying what I think might be happiness. I'm going to yeah. invest in me and I because and you might be able to buy some happiness, but when you invest in yourself, you're going to get happiness multiplied and that's called joy. Yes. Yes. Oh, on that note, Bill, I could go, man, we could probably sit here for another six hours. I would bet we would not run out of things to talk about, not. but I want you, that's why, you know, you have to promise to come back. We want to have you back on for sure. I know that, that everyone here has enjoyed this. Everyone who will watch this on the replay is going to gain so much wisdom and knowledge from this. So in this moment, I want you to tell everybody, where they can find you, where they can buy your books. Just tell us all of that stuff about you. Oh, I'm so scattered. No, you can, so William Fortune, you, if you search it, you're gonna find so many things. You're gonna find Amazon, my author page for my books. You can also check out billfortune.com, which is my website. You can find me on TikTok, on Instagram. On TikTok, it's Philosophy 101 On Instagram, I believe it's W Fortune. Uh, uh, on Twitter, it's Philosophy 101 There, you'll find Philosophy 101 all over the place, or William Fortune. And I would give you direct thing. Or go here, find me, find that's me, because that's when you know you're in the right, right place. If you that's go, right. oh, he just told me how to do that. I'm telling you. William Fortune or Philosophy 101, you'll find me. Absolutely. And I encourage you all that if you're on TikTok, make sure that you do follow uh, Philosophy 101 because every single day I gain so much wisdom from his, from your daily affirmations, from your shorts that you come on. And I wanted to publicly congratulate you on 1,500 followers, man. That's amazing. I'm grateful for that because it means your light is catching Fire. It's catching on. Yeah. I, it's, it's really wild. It's amazing. And I'm so grateful for that for you. I'd love to see you just, just I mean, the world needs what you got, man. To tell you the truth. And it's funny. Cause I said this early on, you know, I'm at 1500 followers now. And when I was at 200 followers and they were really, we were just, there was an engagement. I would much rather have purposeful engagement than high numbers. Yes. If I can, if I'm making, some sort of positive connection with one person. Yes. I've done my job. I've done yes. my purpose. Yes. So I'm grateful that there are 1,500 people that enjoy that content. And once again, I'm not going to turn down a million. Absolutely. I will bring to that million this message. The and same thing you bring to the one. You are enough. I am enough. And I hope that everyone who hears this takes this to heart and moves forward with passion and purpose. Please. Yes, 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 yes. And yes, yes. Whenever we had, when we were at a place where we were reaching 40,000 people a day, it got to the point where I started questioning, was I still giving the same? 
when I was doing it six days a week and, and every single day, it all of a sudden it became to where I was having to pull up content. And I, I, I just backed off and people said, you're crazy. You're crazy for backing off. This makes no sense. You're, you know, you're at 40,000 reach. And I said, yeah, but what am I reaching them with? Not right. reaching them with my heart. I'm reaching them with some knowledge I can spout from my mouth. I'd rather reach one with my soul and allow their soul to emerge in that way that makes them happy than a million. So right. this is how we do it now. And, and I don't mind. There's a great thing because we're all, we're waking. We're waking to yes, ourselves, we we're waking to the world. And some people might say, oh my goodness, this is the revolution. And I say, no, because the revolution brings us right back to where we started. This yes. is the evolution. Yes. We are the evolution. Yes, 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 yes. Well, I thank you all so much for joining us and everybody who will watch this on the replay. And remember, this is timeless. So whenever you see this tomorrow, a year from now, remember that you're guided here to see and hear this exact soul nourishment at the exact moment that you hear it, that you see it. Make sure to follow Billosophy on TikTok. Find him wherever you can. I can't wait to get some of his books. I just know they're going to be a daily inspiration to me. Bill, don't you go anywhere when I take us off the screen. I want to tell you a proper goodbye. But everybody, thank you all for being here so much. Like, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go find Bill. You know where to find me. I will see you all Wednesday morning for Winning Wednesday Live at 8 a.m., Thank you all so much, Bill. Thank you so much. This has been a true joy, my friend. And thank I'll see y'all next time. Let's go. So didn't I promise you soul nourishment? Man, this was an amazing conversation and I'm so grateful to have been able to share it with you and most of all to have made this connection with what I know is going to be a lifelong friend, Mr. William Fortune. So go and find William Fortune. Look him up there on TikTok. Follow him on Instagram. Anywhere you can find William Fortune, you are not going to be disappointed. And also, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a Recovery Soul Food Podcast listener. I want to tell you that your support just helps me continue to live my dream of bringing soul nourishment and awakening to the recovery community and to all human beings. Yes, that's right. We sometimes get into the most critical situations in our lives so that we can open ourselves up to emerging into all that we were divinely designed to be. 
and we as a human race are in a a place of awakening now together more than ever and we need soul nourishment it's not enough to be disconnected anymore to learn knowledge in our mind and and to eat good foods for our bodies we got to start paying attention to our soul and bringing it all together in alignment you know that's my mission here on this earth i feel is to embody fully embody balance and to offer the experiences of my soul as nourishment into your soul so i want to thank you i ask you that If you want to become a financial supporter of the podcast, then go to anchor.fm forward slash recovery soul food. There you can pick one of three different packages that are affordable for most any budget from 99 cents a month to $9.99 a month. It really, really helps me continue to pay those monthly subscription fees to all the platforms that help me bring in together an amazing experience. And if you can't do, do financial sponsorship, that's okay. If you just leave a positive review, that is so helpful because it helps our message grow and reach more people. So do that wherever you listen to your podcast, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and any and everywhere that you listen to podcasts. That will really, really, really help us a lot. Most of all, I just want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being who you are, for living your divine purpose and really showing up in the world as your authentic self. That is amazing and you are beautiful. And I cannot wait to see you again. Until next time, I'm Lona L.C. Curry and this is the Recovery Soul Food Podcast.